0: Now, let's get to this week's episode. Welcome to T-Bone Speaks with Dr. Tarun Agarwal, where our goal is to change the way you practice dentistry by helping you achieve clinical, financial, and personal balance. Now, here's your host, T-Bone. And welcome to another week, another episode. I am your wonderful and humble host, Tarun Agarwal. And I am, of course, joined by Meredith.
1: Hello, everyone.
0: Listen, on this week's episode, we're going to talk about something that I believe is so important to your practice and to your career. I have often said that the most important trait that you can create in all of your life is the trait of trust. T-R-U-S-T, trust. And when you can learn to gain the trust of your patients and your team members, you can take your practice and your career as far as you want it to go. So in today's episode, we're going to talk a lot about gaining and earning trust from your patients and your team members. But before we go into this week's episode, let me turn it over to Meredith for a 3D Dentist update.
1: Hi, everyone. So before we get started on this week's episode, I have a review. Um this hope it's a is, good one. This is from Pat. It's a good one. He said, real advice with no BS. The best thing about T-Bone's podcast is he doesn't beat around the bush. bush. He tells you how it is and challenges you to do better. He offers advice and help you gain clarity on what you want. I love listening to his podcast every time there's a new episode. It's the first one I listen to. Tons of helpful, tactical advice. Thank
0: you, T-Bone. Thank you, Pat. Yeah, Pat seems Uh, like a good old pal. Pat is my friend. I like Pat. All right. So we're at 103 reviews. Yeah, we're over 100. So we need to get beyond 103 for the next week's episode, or I will be disappointed and Let's not disappoint each other. (laughs) I work really hard bringing this podcast to you guys. Just write me a review. All right. Even if it's bad.
1: Don't leave a bad one. But on this week's update of 3D Dennis, we have... A lot of things going on. A lot of excitement. We have a sold-out course in Nashville, Tennessee, which I'm super excited about on sleep apnea implementation. Next week, we have a live stream medical billing course, August 7th. That's Friday. You can still get in on that, and you'll have access to the course for 180 days. That's if six you, months for yeah. those that
0: can't do math.
1: If you're missing our sleep course this weekend, since it is sold out, you can do the online version, or we have a November option in November 14th and 15th, and then, um, God, we have a lot of things coming up. We have a 3D printing course, August 14th and 15th, and then probably my favorite course now, we have the Digital Implant Continuum starting- Digital Implant Continuum, starting August 28th through 30th weekend. We just finished up a round of placing over 30 implants the other weekend, and it was awesome.
0: Yeah, I think everybody had a great time. We placed, everybody got to place four to five implants. Yeah. Everybody got to do an internal sinus lift in this particular program. Uh, So uh, it was phenomenal. I think uh, they had a great time.
1: And I have a few secret spots left for that, so you can contact (laughs) me if you're interested at 855 332 five, but let's get into creating and maintaining a trustworthy persona.
0: Let's do it. So, uh, you know, like I said, trust is the most important or one of the most important things that you can create, whether it's in your marriage, your relationship, whether it's with friends and family, whether it's with religion, your spiritual figure, whatever it may be, you need to create trust because trust is... I mean, it's important. It is. I mean, you got to trust somebody. So so let, let, let me kind of give you a scenario here. Okay. okay. Uh, the scenario that I want to talk about, Meredith, is, uh, you know, trust for me, even someone like myself, 20 years in, having accomplished a lot within the profession, I still need to earn trust. Right. New team members don't necessarily know, quote, unquote, who I am. Yeah. Patients definitely don't know much about me. Uh, but I'm, I want to be more specific to people that are, early in their career or early in their practice and how they can, create trust. Yeah, and build
1: their practice off of trust.
0: Well, uh, nothing builds a practice like trust. I mean, bottom line, it builds practices better than anything else. So I want to look at trust from two perspectives. One is, how do we build trust with teammates, Mm -hmm. whether that's dentist, hygienist assistant, front office, and then also, how do we build trust with patients? So uh, which one do you want to tackle first?
1: I think we should do team first, because I don't think you can build trust with patients Mm -hmm. without having that trust within your team. That's your family. So it's like trying to go have a relationship with someone, but you have no trust within your family. You're going to have a hard time. So I think we should start with the team.
0: And you know, that's a good point that you bring up because at the end of the day, your team should be your biggest cheerleaders. Yeah. So if you haven't, if you don't earn their trust or even if they fake it till they earn it, it shows through. For sure. I
1: mean, a doctor can come in and I'm like, Dr. A is the best at this as a team member before the doctor comes in and that's really the team members or the patient's like, wow, if they think they're the best and they work here, because you think about it, you you always laugh at people who eat at the restaurants they work at. It's like if when you see everything in the back, you probably don't want to eat there. So if someone's cheering on someone and they see the good, the bad and the ugly, then they're like, wow, they must be really good.
0: Like I really get speaking of restaurants on a tangent here already, but uh, I love it or I get worried. When I ask somebody what's good on the menu and they can't tell me, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I don't want to be Never here. Never <laughs> or, or when somebody says, I, I don't eat here, I'm like, well, why am I here? Yeah. So it's, it's no different. It's a right. great example. It's yeah. a great example. So, you know, the first thing I think of, um, you know, I'm going to go back... To 2000 when I started my practice. Mm -hmm. By the way, 20 years coming up soon. Yeah, we should have a party. And your anniversary. Yeah. We should have a double party. Well, my anniversary will be next year. Next year. 20th. My 20th anniversary will be next year. Yeah. My poor wife. We're having a party. (laughs) Poor wife, Mona. Um, You know, one of the ways that I kind of earned trust, and this kind of goes on both sides, patients Mm -hmm. and team members, uh, was a lot of education. Yeah. I looked at education as a way to earn trust because – it showed, I believe, that if you were, everybody wants to be or work with somebody that is highly educated, committed, and wants to be the best right. or very good in their field, right? right? And so so I always believed that taking education was one way to gain people's trust because it showed a level of humility mm-hmm. that clearly I didn't think I knew at all, right. and then a, a, a level of commitment that clearly I was willing to spend the time and energy and money that it took to get better right uh, so so that level of education is super super important, and the other thing I did it was much easier for me in the beginning because I only had one or two team members yeah. was I always took the team them. I always took the team with us yeah and um and I think um that that is still an area where I think a lot of dentists uh really miss the boat is taking. Uh, taking the team members with them. And you don't have to take everybody. You can just take half and half or a quarter and a quarter, depending on how big your team is. But how important is that?
1: Oh, I think that's going to touch on something we're going to touch on in just a minute, team building. But I think you can relate that back to the education because there's no motivation like going to a course, seeing it for yourself, learning something new, feeling a part of something, and then getting to come back to the practice and help implement that is so motivating and exciting.
0: And the, the other thing is, is uh, you know, we recently had Dory join our practice. Yeah. And one of her, com- I don't want to say complaints, but one of her concerns in one of her previous positions was that she didn't feel like that the, they were getting invested in. Like mm-hmm. the, the owners weren't, or the owners of the practice weren't investing in them. So, right. so I think part of that trust is is the, wow, they think enough of me that they're willing to spend the time and money to help me better myself. So right. so trust is built. Uh, certainly education can be a great way to earn trust yeah. with team members.
1: I think so. I think education is great. And then after education, we have the documentation of yeah. kind of just all of the dentistry that you do.
0: Yeah. You know, I, I'll give it a good example. Um, so we just interviewed and uh, so we're trying to add in another dentist into uh-huh. the office and uh, we were doing an interview and, and you know, you don't, you don't know, you can get a, a sense of somebody's personality pretty right. quick, but you can't really get a sense of the clinical. clinical. So, they all tell me, oh, I do great dentistry, yeah, right. or I'm fast, or I'm yeah. this, or if, whatever, whatever the words no are. No one's right?
1: going to tell you they're bad. Right. <laughs> they're trying well, to get a job. People,
0: <laughs> well, I hope very few people will tell you that. But this particular person, she whipped out a phone and showed me documentation of her work. Right. And that immediately like, kind of put me at ease that one, yeah, she may just show me her best work. But nonetheless, it takes time and effort to put Put that that documentation together. together. And I remember back in the beginning when it was just me and Melinda, what I used to always do is take photos of my cases and document it. And then I would sit down with her and I would say, hey, Melinda, here's what I like, here's what I don't like. I think next time, you know, don't let me get away with this. If you see this, let me know. And I'd say, what do you see? Mm -hmm. You know, and I would get her involved in it. And Melinda, being an artist, would point out all kinds of things to me. But it made me... A much better dentist. Right. You know? And that's
1: someone, for you guys that don't know, that was clinical, who became an admin type yeah, treatment, treatment coordinator. coordinator. Yeah. Um, so maybe a one way to present these would be during team trainings yeah. or maybe once a week during morning meetings, pull up a case, each, have each doctor pull up a case. And, yeah.
0: And think about it. Your front office team never sees I was just going to say,
1: let the front, front office team see what's going on in the back. Yeah. it's almost like two different worlds, you know, we got to link those together.
0: Yeah. So documentation can really help create a seal, a bond of trust mm-hmm. because you're willing to show your work. And, and let me tell you, photographs show <laughs> <laughs> everything. <laughs> it's kind of like looking yeah. in a mirror. It right. shows everything. Right. So, um, you know, photography and documentation. Yeah. So important uh, in the sense of helping to earn trust uh, from your team. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Hey there, podcast family. T-Bone here to talk about the 3D Dentist Digital Implant Continuum. Are you ready to start placing dental implants but feeling a bit hesitant and or overwhelmed? I know that feeling. I've been there. Let's change that together. Imagine not just learning about dental implants in a classroom but actually performing surgeries on real patients right here in North Carolina, guided every step of the way by our expert 3D mentors. This is dental implant learning at its best, using techniques that are safe, predictable, and confidence-boosting. They're exactly what I use in my own practice, so you know they work. Our course goes beyond clinical skills. We prepare you to successfully integrate high-demand implant services into your practice, transforming your career by attracting new patients and elevating your practice. And it doesn't end with the course. Completing our program is just the beginning of a new journey. You'll be a part of a community of confident, skilled dentists with ongoing support to ensure lasting success and growth. After all, this is about mastering a skill that can transform your career, just like it did for me. So, are you ready to take your practice to the next level? Visit www.3d-dentist.com, check out our upcoming sessions, and join us to revolutionize your practice. 3D Dentist is truly committed to helping dentists take control of their practice, finances, and future. Now let's get back to this week's episode. I think so too.
1: So we have education and documentation as two ways to create and maintain a trustworthy persona within your team. Um, this next one I think is the most obvious, but I think what most in us struggle with the most, and that's leadership.
0: Yeah, you know, my comment on leadership is really... I think it's the wrong word. Yeah. You know, I think maybe we're saying it wrong or people. I think a lot of times people think of leadership as being presidential or CEO type of thing where they're very comfortable getting up in front of people and really like charging people up and getting people motivated. But I don't think leadership, that's certainly a very important component of leadership. But I don't think you even have to be that because the truth is, most of us aren't that personality. You know, I don't think we have to really think of leadership that way. I think a better word of it, a word for leadership would be just being engaged. Uh-huh. You know, being engaged. Or guiding. Like, like, I know you bought a house. I know yeah. your husband's Taylor. I know, you know, your husband's yeah. just started a landscaping business. You know, I know Megan's husband is John, and she has two kids. And, you know, I know all of these things, right? right. And, and to me, that's part of being engaged, part of communicating with people. And, and earning, I think a lot of earning trust is... No different than when you make friends. Right. You know, you don't go to, you don't meet people for the first time and get in front of the room and say, I am so-and-so and and let me motivate you. Yeah, It's more that personalization.
1: It can be. So I would say being less intimidating and more engaging.
0: Yeah, and so I think, you you know, really getting to know people and just, Talking, yeah. you know, having having conversation. It can even be about the weather because it's hot and humid already.
1: <laughs> if you have nothing else to talk about, it can be about the weather.
0: You can talk about your clothes. I mean you could tell people they need to wear better clothes. Yeah,
1: I don't think you can always tell people that right off the bat. Well we I, can. I can. Yeah. yeah. I do. <laughs> we, but we
0: tell you that too. <laughs> well, my clothes my clothes situation has really gotten bad lately. <laughs> I can't even find my jeans anymore. He has
1: two outfits. He got stuck in COVID times.
0: Yeah, dude. Why would I change? Yeah. This is awesome. It's the best.
1: Yes. Okay. Well, I think with leadership, we all agree that you don't have to be the biggest and the baddest and mean, but I think motivating is another way to put that. So we have education, documentation, and leadership, and then lastly we kind of touched on was team building. Yeah. I think this is important. So for example, last we always do a team barbecue at your house at the right. pool every year, but last week we kind of combined the two. Right. So we did team training day at the pool. Yeah. And we had we did a potluck breakfast. We all made breakfast. We had lunch, we had training, and then everyone kind of got to hang out.
0: Yeah. And I think there's a benefit of getting outside of the office,
1: right?
0: For uh, sure. Because one, there wasn't. Oh, the phone's ringing in. Yeah, or, let me go let grab me go this. Ch- a patient me go ch- showed up. Yeah, all all the things that normally happen. Right. And, and let let's say for example, let, let's say you you're not you don't have a pool or whatever at your house then do it at your pool in your apartment complex or mm-hmm. maybe your community center has a pool within the neighborhood you live in or maybe you just rent a, a hotel room or something, yeah, you know? workspace. You know, or whatever it may be. I, I think there's a lot of value in getting out. What are some other examples of team building things we've done in the last five years you've been with me?
1: So we've done a lot of things. We've done um, the wine and design type things. Oh yeah, that's
0: where you go and drink wine and, yeah, and we painted. paint things. Um, we, did a we, paint you, yeah,
1: no, we did a woodwork. We No, we did a wood working one. We did like a wood staining right one that was fun. Um we've done all types of things. What was the kickball? swings?
0: We did Oh, we did or the
1: zip lining. zip lining. And then I would say the most fun and probably the cheapest thing is we went to the public park and we played
0: kickball. Kickball, I know. And it
1: was hilarious because we picked our teams, we did like a draft. Right. Um we had lunch at the picnic tables and we just had a blast. Yeah. And, and you
0: really get to know people. Yeah. Like, it was we fun. figured out that Vishali's not going to
1: run to second base, <laughs> not, not very fast.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and that was like. Two years oh, ago? Oh, and Melissa, how competitive right. was she when she yeah. dove and this is on the like ground? someone
1: who's so quiet in the office, and she dove to second base and, like, almost cussed someone out because mm. they tried to get her. So I would say that was probably one of the most fun. Yeah.
0: And it was dirt. It was cheap. It was free. It, yeah. <laughs> I
1: mean, we went to the public park. We, like, rented the public park yeah. for an hour, but we stayed there for, like, four or yeah, five. Yeah, it was awesome. I don't think anyone wanted to be around I think the rent anyways. was zero anyway, yeah. so, yeah. yeah. No, you just
0: had to reserve the yeah. fields. Oh, I got you. Is that how it worked? Yeah. I didn't really get involved in
1: that. Um, so, and then
0: we do our uh, we try to do our year quarterly potlucks. Yeah, and at the stuff office or like upstairs, and, and, and yeah. So, I think trust again that that really comes back to the level of engagement. Okay, yeah. and and doing things that aren't just always money focused or just aren't always like building the office yeah. like we want to do bigger and better it's also sometimes just about getting to know people
1: yeah one thing i always say with the team building thing is you are so much more likely to do something for someone you're friends with right like
0: that's yes, absolutely true
1: think about it megan can ask me to do anything i'm gonna go do it right yeah you get irritated when people you aren't friends with continuously ask you ask you ask you to do things right. so i think when you build your team like that it's benefiting the office in ways you you can't even create in the office
0: yeah it's so much fun and and you know and you know we've done things uh, we're fortunate enough to have a beach house and mm-hmm. so we've gone there and, yeah and, and like uh yeah just we do beach
1: weekends just whoever can yeah, come can, whoever comes. can come is,
0: it, you know sometimes it's disappointing how few yeah. people come
1: sometimes we work at the table the whole time <laughs> everyone else is out on the beach <laughs>
0: yeah i mean i gotta sit in the air conditioner yeah you know, you know so i think uh that kind of covers it for the team yeah, for you know sure. we had a uh, team you know education Mm-hmm. Uh, and how that helps build trust with a team. We have documentation, basically photography, leadership, engaging with your team, and then you know team building exercises. I think all of those things help build trust with. Each other, right and certainly with the team members for the owner, yeah whether it's by the way, I, I'll always say this, even when I was an associate at, at, at the group practice I worked at out of school, I would still take people to lunch or I would bring them donuts or whatever it was, not because even if I didn't own it because I wanted to create that level. I wanted them to trust me, right you know I wanted them to believe in me, and I don't think you have to buy that, <laughs> but you, you also just have to it engage sure with helps. them. You have to engage with them yeah, you know, and, for uh, sure. You know, that was back when I liked going to restaurants. Yeah. So.
1: Okay. Well, let's get started on patience. I yeah. think before we start on patients, the team kind of carries over because our first thing would be communication. And I think the communication with the team kind of carries over to the patients. Yeah. If your team is not, communi- I know it's easier said than done, but if your team is not communicating, the patients can read it.
0: You know, I think, um, you know, just speaking of last week, um, uh, I don't think we do enough role playing. Right. You know, and we did a very simple, I don't know if you were here, when I had Jasmine stand up front and just talk about her patient. Yeah. And we just went through a very basic role-playing. And, and everybody, I think, kind of saw it and we worked through. Or when I get up there and I struggle. Yeah. You know, it makes them feel better when I struggle. Right. Like when I, you know, I, purpo- I have to purposely do it. Right, you know? of I mean, course. Clearly I do struggle. <laughs> right? um, when you get up there and you role-play through things. And to me, communication is, is just about how we talk. Right. And, and it's a two-way street. It's, it's how the dentist talks to the patients and the ability for the team members to coach the dentist and for the dentist to be able to coach the team members. And that level of communication with patients, you know, when you say, I think this is what we should do mm-hmm. or, um... Let me think about it, or you know, when you when you say those things, or give
1: options, yeah,
0: you know, those things really kind of bring down the mood, right? And so like, you need to be excited.
1: Maybe they don't really know what they're talking. That's about.
0: like like look, you you want your porcelain veneers done, right? Yes, and so uh, <laughs> right, so it's just a matter of how excited. You know, what, what, if I say it excitingly and everything, patients want to do yeah. things, right? Right. And, and it's no different. You, you, whatever you're excited about, you do more of that. Right. So communication. And again, I'm going to give a plug for my buddy Paul Homely. Uh You know, 20 years in. Yeah. 20 years in, I'm still reading that book making it easy for patients to, uh, to say yes. yes. Uh, we're doing his online course again. Uh, I can't say enough good things about it. You know, and what I will say is you got to go through it and not copy it exactly 100%. percent you got to mm-hmm. go through it and, and really work on making it your own. Yeah. You know, how does it fit within, uh, because Paul has things like uh, he wants the doctor to meet the patients and bring people in, and and that just doesn't work in our our business model, but we still want to take all the good parts of it that do fit within our model and really talk about it. And of course, you know, our case acceptance business seminar would be fantastic. You know, it's a component of that. So there's a lot of those things. I think communication is such an overlooked. And uh, new uh, things
1: uh, coming in 2021.
0: Yes, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, what about photography with patients?
1: Oh, I think photography is probably our number one yeah. way to get through to patients because you're not just telling them you're showing them. Yeah. And when they see it, their reaction shows, I think how interested they are. Yeah. Cause if they just look at it and they're like, Oh, versus, Oh my gosh. That's you know, not, I, I, I th- love Those aren't when they my say, teeth. Those aren't my teeth. <laughs> yeah. I was about
0: to say that. I was about <laughs> yeah, to say that. I've heard that one in
1: a time or two. Those aren't my teeth. Um, I think photography is probably the best thing that we do. Uh,
0: And I think even now, uh, photography is so 1990s and 2000s because now we're talking about... Digital, Digital impressions. Right. You know, uh, you know when, on my restorative patients and implant patients, when I show them uh, my CEREC scan uh-huh. and show them what that looks like, and I talk, start talking to them about the bite and stuff, mm-hmm. and they're like, God, my teeth are really that worn. Because a picture is one thing, but then when you start, you know, fingering around yes,
1: yeah, the 3D. Th- the model, the yeah. three
0: dimensions of it, it's ama- amazing. And right. as you know, and from the hygiene chair where we use iTero's to do the ortho simulation and stuff, that's just amazing yeah it's, but
1: still going back to photography being able to print that out and send that home with them and then their husband if you were to send home my teeth with me and i take it home and my husband goes oh my gosh ew what are those I am buttons gonna, on your teeth <laughs> no he says that already <laughs> i would be there the next day yeah you know because you already say that about yourself but for you know, to take it home and somebody in your family say that you're like oh my gosh i'm coming back yeah so I think photography is probably the best way that we show patients what's yeah. going on.
0: You know, and photography for me was a unbelievable Game changer. Well, it's necessity. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know how many of you know, but I was 23 when I graduated dental school yeah. and was practicing. Yeah. You know I mean? That's crazy. Most people are just graduating college. <laughs> Maybe, right? So I'm 23 and trying yeah. to get somebody to trust me,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, and then I, I'm a fresh out of school. So basically, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. Yeah. And when you graduate in the bottom half of your third of your class, you really don't know (laughs) what you're doing. And, uh, you know, and so I use photography as a way to overcome communication skills, as a way to create trust uh, until I got a few gray hairs and trust was implied from some of that as well. So.
1: Right. So for the patient side of things, for creating trust and keeping that trust, we have communication and photography. Right. And our next thing would be community outreach.
0: Yeah, I think, um, you know, I think nothing speaks greatness about your practice than what you do for the, the community around yeah. you. And uh, so, and I, again, I'm not talking about being... Um, you know, being very showy about right, it say in your face yeah but just you know. so what
1: the, are the ways you have done community outreach?
0: Uh, so we so um uh, i've done a smile on domestic uh abused women mm-hmm. i've done a smile makeover on that uh we've done our free extraction days we've done um uh the soup kitchen i've gone to the soup kitchen and done things we should there. do that as
1: a team again yeah
0: we should it's do that um uh, I got invited to Habitat for Humanity, but I asked them if uh, I had to do manual physics, labor, manual labor yes. and they said yes. I said, well then um I'll donate money.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> so <that was laughs> we that. should do that as a team too. Well That's you know, fun. I've done that before. Yeah, I'll fun. let you guys go. Okay.
0: Can I just direct people around? Yeah,
1: you can come and we'll tell you we'll tell people you're a videographer. You P- can just perfect. take pictures. Dave uh, can, can work with us. Dave can do the hammering. <laughs> and then he wants your job for the day.
0: <laughs> yeah, perfect. Uh, so you know, those are the kind of things I've done. Yeah. And, 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 um, I will be honest with you, the most important thing I've ever done is our free days. Yeah. Uh, it's amazing. Uh, I've always been so humbled by how patients have volunteered they say, I don't even know what I'm doing. Yeah. I'll come and help. I just want to be a part of it. Remember when John, the yeah. implant guy, came over with the big uh, I don't know yeah. what the hell you call it, That's a pig, a pig, roaster. pig cooker. <laughs> yeah, I mean it was like a trailer. <laughs> In the
1: South we call that a pig cooker. <laughs> it
0: was a trailer and he brought that and that was you know so gracious of them. Yeah. And, and what I've always found is that so many people want to help and do something, mm-hmm. but they just need the avenue to do it. Yeah. And so much of, of, of community outreach today is all driven around donations, right. but a lot of people don't have the money to donate, yeah. but a lot of people have the time and the energy. So sometimes our job can be just to create the platform, whereas so many others can come out and, and do that so community outreach is important but but also part of that is then you got to let your community know that you're doing right. it and that you did it and so we feature that in our practice brochure we feature the sign in our office that we're doing it we tell patients a week or two before like when you go to church let us know we're here to help no judgment and mm-hmm. and people really appreciate it and i think that's so uh because again it it I think it automatically builds trust because people assume if that you're willing to donate and Mm -hmm. give that you're good people, that you're a good person and you're not going to in the South, we call that good good people. people. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Then you're not going, you know, they're not going to feel like they're going to come in for a consult and feel like you're taking advantage of them. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So I think, um, with the patients, we have communication, photography, and community outreach. And then we have, lastly, top of mind.
0: Yeah. Uh, and I think a top of mind is m- more relevant today Yeah. Uh, than than when I started or when it was super important for me to do that. And I would argue it's as important for me to do it now. But what I mean by top of mind is, are you letting people know what you do? Right. That you exist.
1: When people think, oh, I want to implant, they say, oh, you should go to Raleigh Dental Arts. Yeah.
0: I hope they think that. Yeah. But um but you know but you are what you eat right? right and so you know one of the things I'm big on is I'm not necessarily looking for more fillings and crowns right so I don't I don't put that material out there you know I want to do more implants I want to practice do more cosmetics I want to practice do more aligners whatever it is so we, I try to stay stop top of mind for those things, I want our marketing efforts, our social media efforts, our outreach efforts, our subliminal efforts, the walls. I mean, you can't walk through our practice
1: and not know what we do.
0: And not know that we're good at something. Yeah. Right? Or that we're known for something or that we do that type of thing. Right. Uh, and so to me, top of mind is letting people know. It, it's got to be in today's world, it has to be daily.
1: Right.
0: It, it has to be daily. It can be, and by the way, you can recycle the same case every few months. Nobody's going to know. That's true. Uh, because the truth is, is if you have 5,000 followers, only 1,000 of them are going to see it at best mm-hmm. with the way these social media things work. And then and it's
1: gone in three days. And then it's Pretty gone if that. They say. Right. Yeah.
0: You know, so it's, there's nothing wrong with re-putting that case out there. And so being top of mind, it creates trust. And people assume Yeah. if you shout it enough times, people assume that's what you do. Yeah. You know, and and so just stay top of mind.
1: And social media, I think, makes it easier nowadays to do that. Yeah. Where there was no social media. Well, I
0: would say it's harder even because so many people are doing it. Yeah, that's true. So you got to keep up. Yeah. And that doesn't mean you got to be fancy. Yeah. Doesn't mean you got to do any, you know, I I just, I I just want people, whatever it is you want to be, just keep, just keep telling people. Right. You know, I, I want to be skinny. I'm just going to keep telling <laughs> I don't even want to be skinny. That's uh, not the right word. We want to be fit. I want to be healthier. Yes. <laughs> as you guys heard in a recent podcast. Yeah. Uh, but so, you know, I think being top of mind is so important because if people see and hear your name enough, they assume you're good at it.
1: Yeah, Yeah. So we've touched on pretty much all of the ways that we think... Um, you can create that trust with team and patience. So what are the fears or challenges of creating trust?
0: Yeah. Well, I think think most of the time, I think what holds people back is they feel that they're not, well, actually, let me back up. Here's the truth from my perspective. I really think what holds people back is they lack Mm self-confidence. They're unhappy about the way they look. They're unhappy about the way they sound. They don't believe in themselves, or mm-hmm. they're not. They're just not any good, or whatever yeah. it may be. And I think that's what holds people back. And, and the truth is, is we all start there. Yeah, I mean, I was a twenty-three-year-old snot, obnoxious kid. Starting to doing dentistry.
1: Yeah, this that relates to all things of life. You know, so, I think these fears, and, and,
0: and you just got to do it. Yeah, you know, we we just got to keep out there. You got to keep doing it. You got to believe in yourself. You got to surround yourself with pretty much positive people. Mm-hmm. And 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 you got to... listen. Let me let me tell any dentist, any of you listen to this podcast, you don't get through high school, undergrad, and dental school if there's not something great about you. Yeah. Okay. And, and to team members you don't get to where you are in life and you don't get to being a team member that's listening to a podcast without having something great about you and you don't need to be you know don't fall into the traps where you have to be beautiful because we're all beautiful you know so what I'm heavy I'm, I'm, I'm fat <laughs> I mean big deal you know it does it bother me absolutely and my private moments, does it affect me absolutely But I'm going to get out there and I'm going to keep trying until the world finally accepts that fat people are smarter than them.
1: Well, the old women love you, like the 75-year-old women. That doesn't (laughs) help
0: anybody's cause, Meredith. It does help. On that note, we want to thank you for tuning in for another episode of the T-Bone Speaks podcast where we focus on dental business and clinical excellence because they go hand in hand. As always, our podcast is brought to you by 3D Dentists, which is the educational company uh, where we invite you to come to our place where we can sit down, connect, engage with you, show you what we're doing, help you build your practice, bring your team members. And as of now, we also have online programs. For those of you that don't want to come to Raleigh, North Carolina because you're afraid that you'll love it here and not want to go back to wherever it is you live, because it's not as good as Raleigh, North Carolina, until I move somewhere else. (laughs) Then that city will be the greatest. Uh, And, uh, of course, please help us get past uh, the 103 review mark. And then, of course, if you have questions, uh, please submit those to myself and Meredith, uh, asktbone.com. Everybody, we'll see you next week. Thanks so much for listening to T-Bone Speaks with Dr. Tarun Agarwal. Remember to keep striving for excellence, and we'll catch you on the next episode. Hey, podcast family. T-Bone here. Are you a dentist looking to elevate your practice and profits? Then pay close attention. Introducing the 3D Business Mastermind, the dental business coaching program designed for dentists who want to see real results. I've walked the path of practice ownership for nearly 25 years. I know your challenges. I felt your pain. This is your opportunity to overcome the chaos, the busyness, and the financial frustrations of owning a dental practice. Imagine a dental practice where your appointment book is highly productive, doing the dentistry you enjoy, your team is self-motivated, and your profits keep climbing. That's what the 3D Business Mastermind is all about. Let's get to this week's episode.